And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. Your Friday, June 2nd edition. And it is an awesome slate. 14 game slate. We have so many pitching options to talk about, some great hitting options. This is a great slate, unlike yesterday's disaster. I warned you it was bad. It was bad. The day slate, really no offense till that the Rockies did some damage. And then the evening slate, yes, Jeff Locke. Jeff Locke, everybody. CC Sabathia in Toronto. Yep, CC Sabathia. Just and then you have a pitcher's duel between Myers and Mejia. It's just one of those days where just all the badness happens. Very entertaining, but I told you it was just disgusting. But we have a lot to enjoy today. Let's take a quick glance and see if there are any weather problems at the moment. Got some wind kind of blowing in or across the field in Philadelphia between the Giants and the Phillies. Um, wind blowing out a little bit, kind of blowing across the field towards the right field line. Pirates-Mets in New York in Queens. Slight chances of rain in Texas between the Astros and the Rangers. Keep an eye on that one. Two good pitchers pitching there. Wind blowing out to center. Nationals at A's and Oco Coliseum blowing out pretty good to center in that one. That's really all we have to worry about. Pretty nice day of weather overall. Maybe it's a sign of things to come. We've gotten pretty lucky this week. Maybe we are finally getting into the summer months where we just play baseball. Your totals on the day. There's the day game, Cardinals-Cubs. That's part of the 15-game all-day, not the 14-game main we're going to talk about. But the total's 8 between Lynn and Lackey. Getting into our slate, Red Sox-Orioles, 9.5. Giants-Phillies, 8.5. Yankees-Jays, 9. White Sox-Tigers, 8.5. Diamondbacks-Marlins, 9. Pirates-Mets, 8. Braves-Reds, 10. Astros, Rangers, 7.5. Dodgers, Brewers, 7.5. Indians, Royals, 9. Nationals, A's, 7.5. Twins, Angels, 8.5. Rays, Mariners, 8.5. Rockies, Padres, 7.5. And that's a really intriguing one, that Rockies, Padres, because, you know, I already mentioned three other 7.5s, but that involves one matchup of Keiko versus Darvish, one that has Kershaw, one that has Strasburg, and then you have Marquez versus Clayton Richards. Just to say, we'll be using some peeper pitching in that one, folks. But let's get into the pitching. I'm gonna name a lot of guys for you to choose from, but I'm just ex- I'm gonna explain why they all have good upside or GPP value today um, on a slate this size. You could differentiate quite a bit, and it's gonna be very very interesting. But real quick off the top, you got Clayton Kershaw, 13-1 at Milwaukee. I don't know if I'm gonna use a ton of Kershaw tonight, to be honest with you. Um, he's been very up and down this year. To make to make that price tag, has got to be near perfect, like I always talk about. He's been hittable of late. The Cubs blew him up on Sunday. Now, sure, he strikes out a ton. Right In the month of May, he was third best in barrel FIP. On the season, he's second best. But uh, in the month of May, he struck out third. Kershaw struck out 20. So he only struck out 24.38% of the batters he faced in May. That's pretty low for him. Only got barreled up 1.88% of the time, which is pretty solid. On the season, he's striking out 26.53%. That's way below some of the big, big boys in baseball at the moment. But he big strikeout arm, and he's facing the Brewers, who strike out over 25% of the time versus lefties. But it's like we talk about every time, the risk-reward with Milwaukee. They can hit everybody, and in that ballpark, very hitter-friendly, much different than Chavez Ravine, where Kershaw's used to pitching. Um, Kershaw should throw a gym every time out. He just doesn't seem like 100% Clayton Kershaw. 
even though 90% is still outstanding. So I'm not saying completely avoid him. I'm just saying at that price tag, he has to be perfect. There's some guys, even the next guy down at 1100 cheaper I'd rather have tonight. And guys, I have a list of like 10 other pitchers that I will roll the dice with tonight and get bats with instead of paying up for Kershaw. I will have like one Kershaw lineup because I don't want to be that complete idiot that does not have him. But if I were just going to build like three lineups, I probably wouldn't have any Kershaw at all. I'm just putting it out there. But that does not mean not to have him. That's why I'm going to give you a bunch of names. There's a bunch of guys that all have upside tonight. Next up, this is a guy I am putting at the top of my list today, Steven Strasburg. He's $12,000, and he's at the Oakland A's. Oco Coliseum, great pitchers, ballpark. Strasburg's been very good. Three runs or less in three straight starts. Um, 15 Ks against San Diego, 11 at Atlanta. The at Atlanta still stands out to me, but 35.7 and 47.4 points his last two starts. Double-digit points in like six or seven. Almost, he's double-digit in every start this year. Only one complete dud of uh, 10.2. Outside of that, his next loss is 14.9. Then you're getting close to 20 in every start. Going up against an A's team who in their last, I believe I tweet, retweeted, is their last eight or nine games has been really, really bad at the plate. Extremely bad. They're striking out 8.4 times per game right now, which is dreadful, which is not A's-like. So, but if you've watched and listened their uh, listen to the podcast and just watched baseball, you've seen their strikeout numbers go up. They're now up to t- striking out 23.5% of the timers right-handed pitching. Strasburg has been outstanding in the month of May. He was 13th on the barrel fit board, striking out 32.09% of the batters he faces. So he has been really, really good. I will roll the dice with him against the A's and save 1100 bucks. then go with Kershaw. Next up, you got Dallas Keuchel at 10-9 at the Texas. At Texas Rangers, I mean. Now, we know how great Keuchel is. That's why I'm going to mention him here. Just like Kershaw, I wouldn't, you know, say 1,000% avoid, avoid, avoid because of what you can get from Keuchel. But road Keuchel is different than home Keuchel. Um, five innings, two earned at Miami. His last road start for 16.9. Pitched great at the Yankees. Some For some reason, though, he always pitches great in New York. Just hashtag why. Um, but then at the Angels, eight innings, seven hits, five earned, only 12.6 points. At Cleveland, pitched well. At Oakland, pitched well. So he's pitched well all year. That's why I'm not going to completely rule, rule him off. But he's like a 100% play at home. On the road, you kind of think about it a little more. And with a ton of options, you might go elsewhere. Could also mean lower ownership because everyone's scared off of Texas. And the reason why I like it is Keiko strikes out. Um, well, in the month of May, he was 16th on the barrel. Fifth, so I'll get you more accurate of just the month of May. He struck out over 27% of the batters he faced. On the season, he's striking out... Uh, 23.85, so a bet, uh, even higher strikeout rate in the month of May. He's going into Texas, who strikes out 25.5% of the time versus right-handed or left-handed pitching. Third lowest team total on the board at 365 behind Strasburg versus the A's, Kershaw versus the Brewers. Um, they have an average ISO of 145 versus lefties and a below-average, pretty bad Woba of 287. So they don't hit lefties very well at all. Um, Keuchel is a... Uh, Lefty's hitting 234, righty's 309 off Keiko. Great pitcher. Great pitcher. No doubt about it. That's why I'm saying I'm not saying completely avoid him by any means. But just keep keep in mind 
the tear that the Texas offense has been in, and the weather is going to be sketchy, but uh, it's going to be in the temperature-wise in the low 80s, decent humidity, um, slight wind blowing in from the outfield if it doesn't rain. It's just it's a sketchy play, but it could be a good GPP play, so don't completely ignore it, but it's a tough one. It's kind of like the way I felt about Archer the other night, and he was basically average. So for 10-9, you kind of want above average. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, next up, you know, you got you Darvish. You know, you, you know, you like him for his K upside. He's not going deep into games right now. They're kind of tempering his pitch counts. But um, Houston just doesn't strike out a ton. So I'll just go elsewhere with such a big slate. Michael Pineda, GPP play right here, 8600 bucks. They're dangling the carrot in front of us. At this price tag for Pineda, 8600 which is crazy. It's the lowest he's been in quite some time. Like, since first start of the year, he's 84. Second start, he's 86. He's been a 9 or above all season. Many times, 10 or above. So, they really dangle in that carrot against Toronto. He's got um, three earned runs or less. And, uh, stupid DraftKings. And every start but his first start this year. So, take that with a grain of salt. You know he's going to give up a homer here or there. It's just what Pineda does. But um, since that bad first start, we get four runs. Like I said, three runs or less. 13 or more DraftKings points. If you take out that one, it's been 16 or 18 or more in every start. Big, big K-arm, as we know. Um, going up against Toronto, who crushes the baseball right now. They're heating up. Pineda striking out over 27% of the batters he faces. Toronto strikes out over 20% of the time. Decent Woba of 305. Um, and you've got a pretty good team total of 439 for Toronto. Kind of in the middle of the pack today. Lefty's in 326. Righty's 322. Average ISO of 167. So it's a definite GPP play because huge upside. Um, he's probably going to give up a couple home runs, but if he can strike out, you know, seven, eight plus like he's capable of doing, he's going to get you a ton of points. And I think people will avoid him just because they see that Toronto lineup. So keep Pineda in mind. Um, you got Michael Fulmer, 8,000 at home against the White Sox. Fulmer has been really good this year, but really frustrating because he's not getting the strike. Like his last three starts, only four Ks in each start. One of them was at Chicago. He's pitched really well against Chicago, but uh, 16.5 points the last time out. Prior to that, only 8.7, three runs, but only three Ks. Um, He's just not a consistent strikeout arm, which has been very frustrating. He's a good arm. He's consistent. Doesn't give up a lot of noise. Just want to mention there, he might be a better cash game play than GPP play at 8K. He's an option tonight. Not one of my favorite options, but he is an option. Um, A lot of these are just options because there's some tremendous upside, but gamble downside as well. Garrett Cole's another one, $7,800. We rode him, rode him, rode him. His last two starts have been rough. Five innings, four hits against the Mets. Four and two-thirds, five hits at Atlanta. Prior to that, he was just pure filth. Um, he gets hit really hard by lefties. The Mets, lefty-dominant lineup like we talk about. So it's a dicey play. The, the Mets offense has been dreadful, though. That's why I think many people that just read game logs might see how Cole's been pitching and go, no, nah, we're going to go elsewhere with so many options, which, hey, more power to you. There are a ton of great options tonight. But when there's so many options, you got to get that one that no one's really playing to hit. Cole could be that guy. He's striking out about 20% he faces. Mets striking out about 20% of the time. 
Um, and we know their upside versus right-handed pitching. We know Cole struggles versus lefties. So it's a massive gamble, GPP only. Uh, as we go down, Jake Odorizzi, $7,500. Um, Odorizzi, you know, good K upside from time to time. He went out and struck out only four his last time out with an eight against the Angels, a team that doesn't strike out much. He's been getting you double-digit points in pretty much every start this year with upside into the 20s when he's really dealing. Going up against the Seattle team in Seattle, nice pitching environment. Like I said, Odorizzi striking out over 21% he faces. Mariners strike out almost 21% of the time. They do hit righties well, 324 Woba. Um, 427 team total. Lefties hitting 269, righties 330 off Odorizzi. Keep in mind, Gene Segura left with an injury yesterday, and so did Nelson Cruz. So we don't know who's going to be playing, if either one of them will be playing. If they don't play, those are two massive bats, especially since he's a reverse splits guy versus righties. Keep an eye on Odorizzi at 75. Could be way overlooked tonight and could get you at least you know 15-plus points, maybe into the 20s. If he gets you into the 20s, he's going to be a huge play for you tonight. Next up, Josh Tomlin, $7,400. The only thing that sucks is his last start was the one that people are going to remember. And he was against Kansas City, 9-8-6 hits, one earned, one home run, and three Ks for 27.2 points. He's, um, we know Tomlin's going to give up home runs. He's given up a home run in almost every start this year. It's what Tomlin does. But as a whole, he's been decent. There's some sketch, but against Kansas City, I mentioned that last complete game, and then at Kansas City, seven innings, three hits, one earned, three Ks. Not the biggest strikeout arm, so you got that going for you. Um, don't look at the five seven nine ERA. Advanced stats show that re- should reduce massively with a Sierra of four one seven. The FIPS, the next FIPS in line. Um, the walk rate's only two point five percent, but he's only striking out a little over sixteen percent. Royal striking out twenty one and a half percent of the time versus righties, and you got. Um, a 294 Woba, an average 151 ISO. Lefties 296, righties 356. So you can get sneaky with like Salvi Perez, Bonifacio, Merrifield, and those guys, Locaine. But uh, he's an interesting play to say the least. He's always low owned, extremely low owned. Um, he's a guy that can give up five home runs, and you wouldn't be surprised. He's also a guy that lately has put together more good starts than bads. So good GPP play with Tomlin. Another one that will be so low-owned, it's not even funny, is Ty Block of the Giants going into Philadelphia. I prefer Ty Block at home. I'll preface that. But his last road start was at the Cubs. Seven innings, eight hits, three earned, three Ks for 15 DraftKings points. I'll take that right now just because his ownership is going to be below 5% for sure. Philadelphia, yes, they can hit lefties, but they are in one of the worst slumps I've ever seen. The month of May was dreadful. It was their worst month of May almost in their career. Like they only had one other bad month, and it was years ago. Year, years ago. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, Ty Block has gone seven innings or more in uh, four straight starts. So since his blow-up in Cincinnati, he pitched at home against Cincinnati, seven innings, five hits, two earned, two Ks for 12.2. Then at home against the Dodgers, seven innings, five hits, one earned, four Ks, 21.6. At the Cubs, I already mentioned for 15, and then at home against Atlanta, seven and two thirds, six hits, two earned, five Ks for 21.9. Ground ball to fly ball is almost two to one in every start: 12-6, 11-6, 10-6, 12-6. It's outstanding stuff. If you're getting ground balls in Philadelphia, perfect. 
That's what you want, obviously. The ball flies there. Um, he does give up. He's got a couple solo home runs he's given up in those really good starts. So that wouldn't surprise you. He has limited the walks. It's a GPP only. Really, like, you probably don't even want to watch the gameplay. But ownership-wise, on this size of a slate, will be nothing. His K rate's low, but Philly does strike out 22.5% of the time versus lefties. If he can get you four or more strikeouts, we're already playing with good good house money here. I'm telling you, if, if Block can go six plus, just give me a quality start. Six plus, three earners or less, and give me four plus Ks, I'll take it. I know I prefer him in the sixes like normal, but no one's going to own him. Upside will be huge. Huge, huge, huge. Um, when you're looking at Philly, one more thing. Team total 435. Lefty's hitting 214. Righty's only hitting 307 versus blocks. That's why his numbers are deceiving because he really doesn't give up a ton of hard contact. Philly has an average Woba of 309, but they have an insane ISO of 0.199. So it's like when they do hit lefties, they hit him with power. But they don't always hit him, obviously. So massive GPP play. I wanted to bring him up. Um, I'm I'm huge on him. He scuffled out the gate, but he pitched great to end last season. He start his last four starts have been what we expect from Block. He was a big prospect in the system, not as big as some other guys that are like BD and company. He's a big. This isn't giant, even Giants homers. I just seen him a lot. I have him in dynasty leagues. I think this kid can be a good third or fourth starter in a rotation for the rest of his life. And that that's a guy you spot start in DFS. And this is a spot start where no one's going to play him. No one. So. And I'm not saying if you have one lineup to play him, but the upside is there. Downside is too, but he's a great GPP play. Next up, a great GPP and cash game play is Herman Marquez of the Colorado Rockies. He's been really, really, really good. Uh, we're talking four straight starts of two run runs or less. So since his blow up at home against Arizona, eight shutout at home versus the Cubs, five innings, one earned at Minnesota, six innings, one earned at Philadelphia. And then we got uh, five and two-thirds, two earned at home against St. Louis. 16 or more points at every start. 7200 bucks at San Diego. Yes, please. Sign me up. Um, you got you got Marquez, who's striking out over 18% of he faces. Padre striking over 25% of the time. A 293 Woba against right-handed pitching. They have one of the, the fourth lowest total on the board at 369. It goes Kershaw, Strasburg, Keuchel, then Marquez. Um, lefties are hitting 343, righties 354, so he's giving up hits. But phenomenal matchup, huge K upside. Uh, definitely worth a punt down there at 7200 bucks with Marquez. Some more nice punts. Our boy J.C. Ramirez, only at 6900 bucks. Nice. Uh, he's been pitching really, really well. Back-to-back really good starts at 20-plus points. He's got 13 or more in three straight. But at Miami and at Tampa Bay, He's pitched great. I wish the K numbers were back up. He started the year striking out all kinds of guys. He's been waffling between like 3 and 5 Ks to start. I'll even take 5 tonight. His K rate's down to 18% on the uh, well, in the last two seasons. On the season, he's striking out um, over 19% of the batters, so pretty close to his career average. Uh, 19% of the batters he's facing. When you're looking at J.C., the Minnesota Twins strike out almost 22% of the time versus righties. We know they have a ton of power. Um, 402 team total, kind of low. Lefties and righties have both hit 303 off JC. Uh, it's a dicey play. The Mets are cold. I mean, the, the Twins are cold. You saw what they did at home as they got crushed by the Astros. And then last night, Alex Meyer shut them down. 
Alex Myers is a good young kid. I mentioned he's an upside punt play last night. But um, JC has been really good. If he's snapping that slider off, he'll be outstanding. Just got to limit those walks, which is a JC does most of the time. Walking around 6% of the batters he faces. Pretty good size favorite today, too. 6900 bucks. Nice punt play. Another punt play we are targeting is Jason Vargas, 6500 at home against Cleveland. We know Cleveland can rake. We know Cleveland can hit righties, can hit lefties. Very inconsistent Cleveland team, and Vargas has been really good this year. We know he's kind of regressed a little in you know, his last few starts. A few starts back, six runs against the Yankees, but then next start out, only three runs against the Yankees in six innings. Got you 15 points. At 6500 bucks. he'll take 15. You know, when he was pitching really well, he was getting into the high eights and nines, and he needed the big starts. Well, now he's back to a punt play. Give me 15-plus points. I'm in. Last start out at Cleveland, five and two-thirds, nine hits, two earned, two walks, two Ks. The Ks were down, which really hurt. Um, so he only got you 10.2 points. Ground ball, the fly ball's been scary lately, giving up a ton of fly balls to ground balls. Earlier in the month of May, six innings, four hits, no earned, six Ks versus Cleveland for 21.3 points. So kind of a mixed bag, but uh, the good start came at home. We are back at home. Kaufman, a much better place to pitch in than in Cleveland's uh, Cleveland's ballpark. It's a really intriguing start, a great punt play with some tremendous upside at 6500 bucks. Your last punt play, plug your nose, but he's actually been pretty good his last couple starts. The Dark Knight. Matt Harvey is only 6300 bucks with upside. Back-to-back starts of 19 or more points. Uh, it, was at, it was against San Diego, five innings, two earned, six Ks. It was four walks that threw him off. Last start was at Pittsburgh, Sunday night baseball, six innings, six hits, one earned, which was a solo homer to Gregory Polanco, I believe. Two walks, four Ks, 18.7 points. I'll go back to the well for 6300 $6, bucks. The upside is there. He's showing some command right now. No one likes to play Harvey. No one. But the Pirates offense, what are you really scared of? You know, you got Polanco who's banged up. He might not even play. Uh, Bell's a decent bat, inconsistent bat. You got Frazier who's good. Don't mind him. McCutcheon's very, very suspect. Osuna, Cervelli, Fries. These are all average guys. If average guys beat you, they beat you. That's just the name of the game. But Harvey has been great um, in the month of May. He's been on the bottom 25 barrel fit, but I think it's more towards the beginning of May. It's like I said, his last two starts have been great. He was shelled early in May. There's no hiding that, but still striking out 18% he faces. I told you the walks are the problem. In the month of May, he walked over 14% of the batters he faced. So if he can limit the walks, he's got the Ks. Pirates don't strike out a ton, a little over 18% of the time, but their offense is average. So you can get Harvey as a great punt with upside at 6300 bucks. I don't mind that at all. So I know that's a lot of pitchers. Um, you got Kershaw at 13-1. I'm not saying ignore him. I'm going to probably ignore him. Strasburg's my top guy, 12K at Oakland, 360 team total. Keuchel at Texas, 365 team total. He's 10-9. He's not a horrible play. He's just a lot of risk in this one for that price tag. That's all I'm saying. Um you got Pineda, 86 at Toronto. Tremendous upside, tremendous risk, but tremendous upside. 439 total for Toronto. You got Fulmer, 8K at home against the White Sox. Hasn't been getting the strikeouts, but I like uh, he's pretty. You know what you're going to get from Fulmer. Cole, 7800, very risky. He's been phenomenal this year. Last two starts, sketchy. Uh, Mets crush righties. 
Cole gets hit by lefties, but the Mets are ice cold right now. So pick your poison. Odorizzi is a very good play. He's one of the better plays I like. 7500 bucks, especially if no cruiser Segura. Reverse splits pitcher, righties hit him better than lefties. Tomlin, nice GPP play at 7400 versus the Royals. Tie block, 7300 bucks. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky GPP play. Herman Marquez, 7200 Love him. Love Marquez today. Not much not to love. J.C. Ramirez, 6900 versus Twins is a phenomenal looking play. You got Vargas at 65 versus Cleveland is in play. And then Matt Harvey, your punt play, at $6,300 at the Pittsburgh Pirates. So, yes, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. That's 13 pitchers. I know it's a ton. I'll say it right now. I'm going to use a lot of Strasburg, good amount of Pineda, a lot of Odorizzi, some Tomlin, some Block, a lot of Marquez, and then I'm going to sprinkle around Ramirez, Vargas, Harvey. Um, those are the ones I'm going to really use. And I'm going to keep looking into Cole, Fulmer, Keiko, and Kershaw. But those I'm not as high on, but I wanted to at least bring them up as potential really, you know, high upside, but there is high downside. A lot of these guys have the downside, but the rewards are much higher than normal. I hope this makes sense to you guys. It's all I'm trying to say. I know it's, it's, it's wordy, but, um, Strasburg is number one on the list. Uh, your punt plays below seven are great, even below, Marquez and below are phenomenal. Those four guys are great punt plays. Odorizzi's phenomenal in the middle. So go that direction there. With all that long-windedness, let's get into some bats for you, and we'll kick it off at the catcher's position. All right, when you look at the catcher's position, it kicks off Buster Posey. He's 4,300 against Jared Eikhoff. Um, Really good-looking player. Eikhoff has struggled mightily this year. Giants, you know, not the world beaters we would love them to be. But they're in a really good spot today. Lefty's hitting 350, righty's 276. Posey doesn't count in that 276. I'm just going to clarify that right now. But um, you're going to get some salary relief with the Giants. There's, I think, three or four teams I looked at last night where you can get some massive upside, teams you wouldn't play all the time, but in really good spots tonight for some really nice salary relief. Giants are one of them. Posey, 4,300. Gary Sanchez, off of a double dong night yesterday, gets a great matchup against Francisco Liriano. Coming off the DL, he's 4,200, should be chalky, and deservedly so. Evan Gaddis, 4K. Russell Martin could be a sneaky play at 3,900. Toronto, everyone's going to keep playing Toronto. Their bats are great. I can't blame you. If you want to fade Pineda, I get it because it's a great ballpark. He gives up home runs. I like. I told you what I, my feelings on Pineda tonight, but if you want to play Toronto, I get it. I totally get it. They can explode for 15 runs at any moment. Uh, Christian Vasquez is priced up quite a bit tonight, folks, at 3600 It's a hard price tag to pay there. Great matchup for Boston. Boston is so frustrating. Uh, they don't hit a lot of home runs as a team, period, and they're just tough, tough to love. Um, stick around to the very end. I'm going to tell you how to stack certain teams to be a little different, by the way. Because Monty Grandal against Nelson is a great play at 3600 In Milwaukee against a righty, great hitters ballpark. Grandal, really good play at 36 if you want to save some money up top. Tyler Flowers is in a great spot at 3600 against Arroyo. Atlanta is another one of those salary relief teams in a great spot. JT Riamuto at 3600 versus Corbin. You got Sal Perez versus Tomlin at 3500 Mentioned him as an interesting play. Tomlin, I believe I told you, was a reverse splits guy. Let me just double check so I don't completely sound like an a-hole. Yeah, reverse splits. Right, he's hitting 356 off of him. Um, you got Brian McCann versus Darvish, 35. 
Uh, you go down the list. If Chris Herming gets to start again, he's 3,300 versus Urena. That's a nice play there. Cervelli, 32 versus Harvey. You got Garneau. Dustin Garneau is an interesting play at 3,200 versus Clayton Richards. Sandy Leone, 3,100 versus Asher. I like that a lot more than paying 3,600 for Vasquez. I'll say that right now. Not that Vasquez can't hit the baseball, but if I'm paying 36, give me Grandal. I know that's what everyone else is thinking, so value-wise, you might get lower ownership on Vasquez. I just can't do that yet. To, there's no consistency whatsoever in Vasquez, especially power-wise. At least Grandal, you know, can go double-dong, especially in Milwaukee. Chirinos, 3,100 versus Keuchel is an intriguing play for fading Keuchel. Um, Matt Wieters, 3K versus Triggs. Triggs, a lot of soft contact. No Harper in the lineup. I didn't mention Triggs. If you want to get out there, you can, but I gave you enough guys I like. But Triggs could be intriguing. There's still just a ton of good options in that lineup, but it's an option. Jason Castro is always in play for me at 3K. like him a ton every night. Jan Gomes versus the lefty Vargas, 2,900. Is uh, worth a gamble if you're on that fade train. Jet Bandy's 2,900 versus Kershaw if you're fading that direction. Uh, Martin Maldonado, no. Manny Pena, 28. If he's playing instead of Bandy, you got him to choose from. John Hicks should be starting for Detroit. Keep that in mind. He's first base catcher eligible. With the lefty hauling on the mound, Hicks should get the start. He's 2,700 bucks. Tremendous upside. That is a great punt play with John Hicks. Cameron Rupp, 2,700 versus Block. Um, They've been so bad lately. I'm telling you, Philly, don't fall into the Philly trap. If they blow up block, they blow up block. Congratulations. that They've been really, really bad right now. Um, but, yeah, if you want to go there, knock yourself out. Rene Rivera, 2,400 versus Cole. Uh, we're getting towards the end of the line here at your catcher's train. Yep, that'll do it. I really like that Hicks play at 27 for a punt. There's some great, really nice plays higher up if you want to pay for catching, which is totally fine. But if you're punting, Hicks 27 is a very solid play. First base, Goldschmidt, 5,300. Joey Votto against Mike fulton in American Small Park at 5,200 is outstanding. You got Zimmerman at 4,900 versus Triggs. Lomo versus Bergman in Seattle at 4,900 is a nice-looking play there. Justin Bohr, 47 versus Corbin. Edwin Encarnacion versus the lefties, 4,500 bucks. That's an intriguing play, to say the least. Cody Bellinger versus Jimmy Nelson. First base, Alfred Eligible at 4,500. It's a very nice-looking play. Um, you got Pools versus Kyle Gibson at 44. It's not horrible. Mark Reynolds versus Clayton Richard at 44 is not bad. Kendris Morales versus Michael Pineda at 43 is very nice. If you're, if you're fading Pineda, that's a pretty solid play. Have more smoke for 42. Both in play. Miggy Cabrera, 4,200 versus Holland is nice. Lucas Duda, 4,100. Or 4,200 versus Cole is very intriguing, to say the least. Mitchie, two bags, 4,100 versus Asher. will be low-owned with upside. Matt Holiday versus Liriana at 4,100, definitely in play. Jay Bruce, 4,100, first base outfield eligible versus Cole. The Orioles are insanely cheap yet again. They've been cheap like the last three nights or whatever, and they've been raking. DraftKings will figure it out someday. Uh, they're facing Rick Porcello, I know, defending Cy Young. He's been giving up so much contact. It's stupid. I think I read somewhere it's like 75 to 80% contact right now. Um, he's not fooling anybody with his fastball. It's just, it's crazy what they're doing to him. Um, he got smoked around his last start out. He's been beat up off and on all year. Chris Davis at 4K is outstanding. I love Brandon Belt. First base outfield eligible at 4K against Ikoff. Two great value plays right there. You can get some good value tonight, folks. I'm telling you. Um, Chase Utley, 3900 bucks, first base, second base eligible. Utley's playing really well right now in that ballpark. Sneaky, under-owned. 
Yonder Alonso, 3700 bucks if you want to fade Strasburg. Napoli versus the lefty Keiko at 37 is always intriguing. Napoli uh, hits lefties quite well. Ian Desmond, first base outfield eligible at 3700 bucks, definitely in play. If you are fading Ty Block, Tommy Joseph's 3600 bucks. He's one of the few guys on the Phillies that had a good month of May. He could be like, there's a couple guys on Philly I could see you playing. I just couldn't, I can't see a whole stack, even though they could go off. Block just, he can get blown up. He just hasn't in, uh, in a while. And like I said, the Phillies are just really bad at baseball right now. Um, as you go down the list, Trey Mancini, 3300 versus Parcello, first base outfield eligible, is in play. Uh, Chris Carter versus the lefty Liriano at 3200 could be a nice lower owned play. You got Josh Bell. At 3,200 in play. Uh, Sam Travis shouldn't get to start with the righty, but if he is, he's 3K. He's hitting the ball well. I mentioned him yesterday at 2,900 bucks. Had a great game again. Good little ball player. Louis Valbuena, first base, third base eligible versus Kyle Gibson at 3K. is a nice punt at either corner position. Good power upside against a struggling sinker baller. When it doesn't sink, he's pitching batting practice out there. Got uh, that's gonna probably do it here at the position. Yep, that'll do it at first base. Let's head over to second base. So first base loaded. Some always up top. Some good middle tier and a couple punts. Second base Altuve fifty three against Darvish. You got Jose Ramirez who's just been on fire and no one talks about him unless you listen to Quick Hits, of course. Maybe some other places. I'm not gonna say no one. I'm not those guys like some other podcasts I've heard that they're the only ones that talk about every player. But uh, Jose Ramirez, second base, third base versus the lefty Vargas, forty-seven hundred. Brian Dozier, forty-six. Daniel Murphy's forty-four hundred versus Triggs. That's a nice play. Robbie Cano, forty-two. Cano's on fire. Neil Walker swinging a good stick at forty-two. Adam Frazier, forty-two. Second base outfield eligible, playing really, really well. Always low owned. Uh, Kipnis is forty-one. You can hit lefties a little bit, so don't be totally torn off by it. Devin Travis had an amazing month of May. He's forty-one. Mention Utley. Starling Castro's batting cleanup for the Yankees at 3800 bucks is outstanding versus Lariano. Uh, you can get an interesting piece of the Yankees lineup for cheap. I'll mention that to you at the end as a little mini stack. But um, Castro at 3800 Chris Taylor versus Nelson at 3800 is intriguing. Whit Merrifield at 37 I told you righties hit Tomlin much better than lefties. So if you are fading Tomlin, uh, you're going to want to get a weird stack going. So keep that in mind. Jonathan Scope's on fire. Went yard again yesterday. He's $3,700. Lefty or righty does not matter with Scope. Just remember that. Scooter Jeanette can be a sneaky play at 37. Second base outfield eligible versus Fulty. Lefty's crush Fulty. I'm not always on Scooter, but at least in Cincinnati in that ballpark, he has enough power to be a factor, and he'll be low-owned. Jed Lowry's down all the way down to 3300 versus Strasburg. Thank God they lowered his price again so I can play him every day after Strasburg pitches. But that told you that A's offense has been really, really bad lately and striking out a ton. Joe Panic, thirty-three hundred bucks, nice cheap play. Series out in the lineup against Ikoff, very nice cheap piece there. Uh, you got no, no. Solarte, thirty-one hundred versus Marquez is interesting if you need it. If you need it, it's a big if at times. Yolmer Sanchez is only twenty-seven hundred bucks versus Fulmer. That's outstanding. Series out in the lineup, but. Tremendous value at $2,700 for a punt play for Sanchez, Yomer Sanchez. And that might just do it. I always miss one of these guys at the bottom, and then I finish recording, and I go, God, I forgot this punt guy or this punt guy. I feel like an idiot, but I'm not going to you know, re-record. 
Going to third base, Jacob Lamb versus a righty, 5,200 bucks. Longo, 4,900. Longo's swinging a good stick right now. Mentioned Jose Ramirez. Miguel Sano came back after missing two games due to an illness. Went yard last night. He's 4,700. You got Josh Donaldson, who's been swinging it really well since coming off the DL at 46. Marwin Gonzalez, some power upside against Darvish. High price tag, though, for Marwin. He's usually cheaper than this. Maybe that series in Minnesota raised all of the prices. Third base outfield eligible, 4,600. Arenado versus the lefty Richard at 46 is a very nice play. Two, four, six. Arenado's seventh down the board when you look at third baseman. So that's you don't see that every day. That's that's interesting. I like that a lot. Hopefully it gets overlooked. I doubt it. Arenado should never get overlooked no matter where his price tag is, but that's intriguing. Joey Gallo, 45. Probably avoid that tonight, even though he can go yard it any night. Probably avoid it tonight. I uh, got Rendon at 4,200, swinging a good stick. Moustakas, 41. Uh, Beltre 4K. Kyle Seeger's swinging it pretty well. He's 4K versus Odorizzi. Manny Machado continues to slump. He's down to 3900 bucks, so cheap, but slumping. Keep that in mind. Uh, Eugenio Suarez, $3,700 versus Fulte. is a great-looking play. Schimpf, $3,700 as a potential home run one-off. Um, Hernan Perez, $3,300 if you want a little fake Kershaw action. Nice right-handed bat there. Not the worst play if you're going to fade him, but I'd prefer not to. Nick Castellanos down to 3100 bucks for his lefty Holland. I know his numbers look bad, but if you really get into his numbers, one of the guy, he's one of the guys who hits the ball harder than anybody in baseball with one of the worst bad bips. So if you believe in being unlucky, he's one of the worst, most unlucky, if not the unluckiest hitter in all of baseball right now. So eventually he's going to get going, and 3100 bucks against Holland could be that night to get going. It's a great price tag for the upside that, that Castellanos can give you. So keep that in mind for 3100 bucks, That's tremendous upside, given the way he's been getting unlucky, 0 for 4, no problem. But the upside for 3100 bucks is humongous. Um, I mentioned Valbuena at 3K. Rutledge is second base, third base eligible. He's been filling in for Pedroia. He's 3K. Uh, probably other punt plays there, but he's he's there. Like, I'd rather go San- Yelmer Sanchez for 27 at second or somewhere else at third. Mikel Franco, this is how bad he's playing, folks. He's facing tie block at home. He's only 2900 bucks. Keep that in mind. You play him if you want. I don't blame you, but he's not playing well. A guy I do like, Ryu Ruiz, $2,800. bucks. we have been mentioning him for over a week now. I heard someone else say they're the only ones that talk about him. I'm so pissed off with that shit. I've been mentioning Ryu Ruiz for quite a long time. Super value almost every day at third base. He's going up against Bronson Arroyo, who's just a home run pitching machine. In Great American Small Park, love the value of Ruiz at twenty eight hundred bucks. He might even be my cover boy to spite some people. Um, you got Blanco twenty seven, Christian Arroyo twenty seven. No, Ruiz might be our guy at twenty eight. Yep, Ruiz is our low owned third base or low priced third baseman. Love him for a punt if you're punting. I only mentioned I love punts as because it's like a really good punt option. I'm not saying you need to punt this position. Like, just clarify that. Shortstop, Carlos Correa, 54, always good. He is on fire right now. Darvish can get hit, guys. So a Houston stack's not the worst thing you can do. The um, the Houston team total is 385. It's not super high by any means, but be so low on. You got Xander Bogart's 53. Lindor's a good-looking play at 47. Elvis Andrus is on fire at 46. Yeah, Andrus just continues to crush the baseball. Trey Turner, 45. You got Zach Cozart, who's on fire at home. There's Fulty at 45. That's a good-looking play. 
I mentioned Segura's day-to-day left with an injury. Corey Seager's down to 43. Trevor Story versus a lefty is 43. Tremendous value for Story, who's actually starting to hit the baseball since his return from the DL. Anderson Simmons, 39. Tim Beckham, 38. I like him a little cheaper, but they both can produce. Didi Gregorius is 3600 bucks. He's been hitting the ball really well this year, and it hits lefties very, very well. He's a part of that cheaper Yankee stack I'm talking about that I'll dig into. But Didi Gregorius, 3600 bucks. Is Drupal Cabrera versus Cole at 36 is not a bad play at all. Uh, Tim Anderson for 3400 versus Fulmer. Sneaky. I haven't mentioned a lot of White Sox. I don't not like the usual suspects. I just think there's better options tonight, but they are in a good spot. Jorge Polanco, 3300 versus Ramirez is a nice, nice lower-priced play. Brandon Crawford at 3100 bucks is phenomenal. I mentioned how lefties hit Eikhoff very well. The Giants, people don't like to own them because they say their offense sucks, which it does. It, it really does. But home road splits, come on, people. They hit tremendously better on the road, especially in a ballpark like Philadelphia. So you take advantage of these prices when you can. 3100 bucks, even if you just want one Giant, 3100 bucks is tremendous salary relief at shortstop with home run upside. Most shortstops at this price range don't have home run upside. B-Craw does. Uh, go down the list. Dansby Swanson, 2800 versus Arroyo. is a sneaky value play just in that ballpark versus that pitcher. Could be a nice little play there for, uh, for Dansby. Something to think about there. You can go Chad Pender, second base shortstop at 27 versus Strasburg, but I love Strasburg tonight. I'm probably not going to have a whole lot of A's exposure. Maybe a couple one-offs here and there, like a Chris Davis or something in lineups, but not a ton of Strasburg for me. Let's go to the outfield and wrap this bad boy up. Kicking it off, Mookie Betts, 5,500. Well, the whole Red Sox disappointed yesterday versus Wade Miley. Betts in a great spot yet again. You got Charlie Blackman, 5,500 versus Richard, always in play. Yeah, even though it's a lefty, you play Blackman. Corey Dickerson, 53 versus Bergman's a great play. High price tag, a great play. Duvall, 53, is phenomenal. Another high tag. You're going to probably have to go down the list today just based on pitching, but if you can afford them, they're great spots. Judge, 5,200, no-brainer. Steven Souza Jr. has been on fire. He crushes right-handed pitching. He's up to $5,100. Steven Souza freaking Jr. You have Dickerson and, and Souza Jr. Two rays over 5K. My buddy Yancey Eaton would be just doing laps right now. J.D. Martinez versus Derek Holland at 5K is awesome. He's 2, 4, six, seventh, seventh outfielder down the board, and I love him. I love Jackie Bradley Jr. versus Asher at 5K. Bradley's farther down the Red Sox uh, lineup. The bottom half's been producing just as good, if not better, than the top half. They're always lower owned. I mentioned that to you guys a lot. He's 5K, and he's been hitting the ball really, really well the last week or so. You got Billy Hamilton, 5K, lefty versus faulty, plus he can get on and steal. It's intriguing. Springer's on fire, 4900 bucks versus Darvish, below owned. Joey Bats versus Pineda at 48. Giancarlo Stanton versus Corbin for 48 is awesome. Batten second and raking. You got Ozuna's up to 4800 versus a lefty. Those two, if you want a little one-two punch in Miami, it's a great one-two punch right there. Nelly Cruz, day-to-day, $4,700. Conforto's price has dropped. It's $4,700. He's still crushing the baseball, and he's facing Cole, so it's an intriguing play to say the least. Some really good options, but really pricey up top here, folks. Matt Kemp is on fire. Low-owned almost every night. $4,600 versus Arroyo. I like Kemp, folks. I really do. Atlanta's a nice, nice stack. Uh, everyone's going to go to Sensi in that game. Rightfully so, since he should crush Fulty. But Bronson Arroyo, Fulty's actually the better pitcher in this matchup. So don't sleep on Atlanta. Just throwing that out there. Will be talked about in stacks. 
Bellinger talked about him at 45. Kiermaier is on fire. He's 4,500 bucks. So your three Rays outfielders are 4,500 or above. The Tampa Bay Rays. We yes, we are on June 2nd, folks. Two months of baseball, and the Rays are still mashing. We've been on them since day one, by the way. Sensu Chu, Chris Owings, Michael Brantley, 4,300 is in play. Uh, Carlos Beltran at 4,300. Scott Shebler is still 4,200. Drafting, you know, they're catching on to Duvall and some others. They have not caught on to Shebler. Tremendous, tremendous value at 4,200. I know 4,200 bucks doesn't scream value because it's a still a steep price, especially at other positions. But what Shebler can do, he's leading the National League in home runs for Christ's sake. And he steals bases. 4,200 bucks. Outstanding play tonight. Outstanding. Um, you got Fraser, already mentioned him. Adam Jones is on fire. Here comes some cheap uh, Orioles folks coming up here pretty soon. Adam Jones, 4,100 bucks is in play. K with the Chris Davis is in play at 4,100. If you're fading Strasburg or just want a one off, I don't mind that at all. Ender and Ciarte, 4,100 versus Arroyo is definitely worth a look tonight. Uh, Braves, Braves, Braves. Hunter Renfro on fire. He's 4,100. Probably the hottest Baltimore bat, Mark Trumbo. He's got great history against Porcello. Them as a whole do. A lot of that was when he was really bad, not his recent Boston form. But Trumbo's crushed him even in Boston. And Trumbo's only 4K. Love Trumbo. Aaron Hicks crushes. He's been hitting the ball really well all year. Hits lefties really, really, really well. He's only 4K. Definitely a play tonight for the Yanks. I mentioned Belt at 4K. I wouldn't mind an outfield of Trumbo, Hicks, and Belt at $4,000. I wouldn't mind it. Tremendous upside there. And you're saving a boatload of cash on that upper echelon of outfielders. So there's options tonight. I really, really love this slate. I'm telling you, it might be a complete dud by the end of the night, but I'm going to battle with a lot of bullets because it is a very nice-looking slate. Aaron Althair is one of those Philly one-offs I mentioned. He's 3800 uh, you got David Peralta, 38 versus Urena. Uh, da, 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 da. The Milkman, Melky Cabrera, 3,700 bucks. Is swinging a pretty intriguing bat of late. Carlos Gonzalez, all the way down to 3,700. I know it's a lefty in San Diego, but still he's been swinging it well. Desmond at 37. It doesn't make sense to me at all versus a lefty. Uh, Richard's been pitching you know, off and on. He's been pitching pretty well at home, so I could see it. Colorado's not in Coors anymore. I get it. Still, that's that's cheap for that upside. Uh, Robbie Grossman swinging it well, 3,600 versus Ramirez. Eddie Rosario, 3,600. Don't forget about him in Minnesota. Grossman and Rosario always get overlooked. Tremendous upside. Colby Rasmus, 3,600 versus Bergman as an interesting play. Lurie Garcia, 3,500, usually leading off lately for the White Sox versus Fulmer is a nice value play there. Jorge Bonifacio took Tomlin deep last time out. He's 3,500. Uh, Max Kepler, 3,500. Tremendous power upside. Low Kane at 34, Kevin Pillar 34, uh, Michael A. Taylor at 34. Um, oh, shit. I just thought of that right now. I told, don't know why I missed it. Washington is in Oakland, so they'll have a DH tonight. Watch for Adam Lind, folks. I think he's like 3K. He's on first base, which sucks because first base has so many options. But Adam Lind at 3K can be an intriguing play against Triggs. Given, like I said, Triggs doesn't give up a lot of hard contact. Big ballpark, so it's not the best place, but intriguing. Jason Worth, $3,300. Nice price tag on that upside. Another one I love for the Giants. Denard Spans, only $3,300. Leading off and swinging it pretty well since his last time off the DL. So Spans, a nice little punt-type play. Seth Smith, leading off for Baltimore at 32, is definitely in play. 
Andrew Romine, second base outfield eligible, 3,200. That's another one I forgot. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad this was taking a while because I have my, uh, my guys. I forgot to tell you a couple of. Okay, as we get down, there's not a ton of punts. Ben Gamble at 3K against Odorizzi can be a decent punt uh, play. Byron Buxton's been better of late. He's 2,800 bucks. If he gets on, he's stealing a ton. Uh, still not hitting a ton, so it's, you got to get on base first. But when he is, he's doing pretty well. Uh, Ezekiel Carrera went yard yesterday. He's 27, but not going to go yard very often. Let's just put it that way. Uh, is he right-handed bat? Nope, left-handed bat. We skipped that one. Keep going down the list. Uh, Cole Calhoun, big game yesterday. Double donged. He's 2,600 versus Gibson. Maybe he's finally heating up. The advanced stats show he should be a lot better than he is right now. So that's a good value at 2,600 for Calhoun. Eric Young Jr. at 2,400 is tremendous value. So two Two uh, really, really cheap, decent upside outfielders with Anaheim tonight if you want to go that route. Not saying you have to, but it's interesting. Um, I want to mention another second baseman I forgot to mention as a potential punt because I with a lefty on the mound, it changes things for Detroit. Um, usually I like Andrew Romine leading off second base outfield 3,200. If he's leading off, I still like him. But um, a lot of times they'll go with Dixon Machado. He's second base shortstop eligible, 2900 bucks, And that also opens up uh, another cheaper play if he's here. At shortstop, you got Jose Iglesias at 3K for Detroit against Holland. Didn't mention those two. Wanted to bring them up real quick before we wrapped it up. So pitching, Kershaw, 13-1, Strasburg, 12, Keuchel, 10-9, Pineda, 86, Fulmer, 8, Cole, 78, Odorizzi, 75, Tomlin, 74, Block, 73, Marquez, 72, J.C. Ramirez, 69, Vargas, 65, Harvey, 63. I already broke down what and how and everything. To the bats, some stacking options. The Reds versus Fultys, phenomenal. Lefties hitting 344, righties 324. Obviously, you got Votto, Duvall, Shevler. Love Shevler. If you want to do a game stack here, you can stack the Braves and sprinkle like some Shevler or something else. Whatever you want to do. But I really love Shevler as a part of that action. Don't forget Hamilton. Cozart's on fire. Cozart is on fire. And Suarez is always an option. But Votto, Duval, Shevler, you got to have at least two of those, I would think, and then go elsewhere if you have to. Um, the Braves, second highest total on the board, 494. Lefty's hitting 427. Righty's 379 off Arroyo. Arroyo's getting crushed. Ryo Ruiz, 2800 bucks left-handed bat. Matt Kemp is on fire at 4600 NCRT, Marcakis is super cheap, left-handed bat. Some really nice looks here. Even Flowers at 36 from the right side. Catching isn't horrible. But I could get behind like a Kemp, Marcakis, Ruiz. Or even if you want to put NCRT in that mix, you can. And I love Brandon Phillips. He's coming home. Revenge factor, folks. Phillips back in Cincinnati at second base. Don't forget Brandon Phillips either. Red Sox versus Asher. You can go that way if you want. Don't blame you. Tigers versus Holland. Definite options there. Don't forget Hicks, catcher. Hicks at catcher. Um, Yankees versus Liriano. Love them. Everybody goes to the top of the lineup, and rightfully so. You got um, Sanchez, who's raking. You know, Matt Holliday, Aaron Judge, all great bats. Don't forget the bottom part. You got uh, Didi Gregorius, who crushes lefties. Hits them very, very well. You got Hicks, who swings really well. Um, what was the other one? Castro's batting cleanup, super cheap. So you can go like 
four, five, six, and you can even sprinkle Judge in there. You go four, five, six, seven. So you still have one of the big, big guys that's popular, but the rest are low owned. Gives you a nice piece of that Yankees offense and for a cheaper price tag. Uh, the Orioles versus Porcello, very cheap tonight. Chris Davis is like 4K. Adam Jones, 41. Trumbo, 4K. Love them all. You get Seth Smith at 32. If you think Machado's finally going to wake up, he's only 39. But I'm good with Chris Davis, Trumbo, and Adam Jones by themselves. I think that's a great three-man stack. That's cheap. Salary relief with tremendous upside. Marlins versus Corbin. Um, Ozuna and Stanton, both great plays there. Righty's hitting 369 off Corbin. Um, Angels versus Kyle Gibson. Lefty's 389. Righty's 345. I know the Angels offense is dreadful, but some nice value with Calhoun at 26. Eric Young Jr. at uh, 24. You got Valbuena at 31. Some decent value there if you really want to punt. Really, and you, you, you need them to go off because they're they they can go complete duds in a hurry. Indians versus Vargas is intriguing. Lefty's hitting 404 off Vargas. Righty's only 240. So the left-handed bats, like I said, Kipnis, don't worry about him. Uh, Diamondbacks versus Urena is always in play. Toronto versus Pineda, I get it if you want to go there. Dodgers versus Jimmy Nelson. Nelson, 326 versus lefties, 354 versus righties. We know the Dodgers left-handed bats crush right in the pitching. So lots of plays there. Don't forget Utley. He's streaking. Again, for your Phillies, they have a high team total, but lefties are hitting 214. Righties only 307 versus Block. So keep that in mind. Block is a really intriguing play today, folks. Um, Tampa Bay versus Bregman. Lefties hitting 342. Righties 425. Love the Rays. They're pricey, but love them. Giants versus Eikhoff. Salary relief. Giants, the lefties hitting 350. Righties 276. You can get Span at 3300. Panic was cheap. Crawford's only 3100 at short. Uh, Belt can play first base outfield at only 4K. Nice, cheap lefty bats. And Posey wasn't too bad. So good options there. Some really good stuff to like today. So the Giants, Braves, Baltimore, and the back end of New York are some nice cheaper options for you to go along with all the expensive stuff you like. Tons of pitching. We're almost at an hour, so i got to wrap this up. Awesome 14-game slate. So check me out on Twitter, at BDNTrick, with any questions you have. B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K, BDNTrick. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. The UFC 212 preview pod is out with myself and Positive Vig. Also, you have uh, the UEFA Champions League final tomorrow. The preview by Francesco is out on the site. So give it all a look. Good luck tonight. I'll catch you guys tomorrow on your Saturday edition. But this is your Friday, June 2nd edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. I'm out.